because it's Alex. Have you ever been in a conversation where someone literally stops you when you're in the middle of talking and says, what's in it for me? Well, if somebody is doing that in the middle of your conversation, then the conversation is probably not started out on the right foot. Let me explain. Every single time we have a conversation with someone, we should always be presenting the information so that the other person, the person receiving your message, is seeing clearly what's in it for them. What's in it for me is an amazing tactic because people do things, think things, make decisions, pick what they want for dinner, all based on this very simple concept of what's in it for me. It's why we don't run in front of a busy street when it's five o'clock traffic and why we look both ways. There is something in it for you not to get smashed by a bus. Now that's a pretty extreme example, but it holds true with every single conversation that you have. And if you want to be good at negotiation, just being well-liked and getting along in this world, it is far easier to talk in a way that lets people see what's in it for them to even talk to you and with what you're saying to them to be able to place themselves in the scenario and the story that you're giving out. Because communication is really just, especially when it's your turn to talk, you're telling a story. And this person that you want to cooperate with you has to see themselves in this story. So always shaping that story, reading the room, picking good verbiage that incentivizes someone to see, okay, I need to take this action because there's something clearly in it for me. I use what's in it for me verbiage in as many conversations as possible. The reason that it often doesn't actually happen is because a lot of people think what's in it for me when it's your turn to talk, literally means that. And it comes out. If you've ever been in a situation where someone is trying to sell you something and they are really trying to sell you something, we call it the elevator pitch, you know, and they're just going, mm -mm, going about their agenda, what they want you to buy, and why they want you to buy it. And they haven't taken any time to understand if you're even in the market for the thing. It's because they're speaking from a them-based what's in it for me, and that never works in communication. When it's your turn to talk, your agenda needs to go to sleep. I always use these knobs when I do it, and it's turn your agenda completely off, off, meaning don't think about it because you can't engage in what's in it for someone else if you're not listening and identifying what that thing is so that your agenda has to turn completely off and your listening ears for cues and information that they give you about them and their story and their mindset in this moment needs to be turned all the way up. So looking and listening for them to give you insight about what they want and then you take that want and you turn it into a what's in it for them. If you are selling a car and I always use car salesman as an example because it's something so many car salesmen do completely wrong and it's so much easier than they make it. Especially if you're walking on a car lot, clearly there's a need there, but they take advantage of that need and thus they lose the sale a lot. And it's ridiculous because if I'm selling you a car and you walk in with your family and you've got four children and I need 
I need to sell you the most expensive car to get the highest commission, and that's the only thing on my mind and my agenda is all the way up, I might be taking you over to that vehicle. Well, that vehicle may not be a minivan. And if you walk in telling me you want a minivan and I walk you over to anything but that, I've lost it. I'm not in tune with you. I haven't paid attention to anything because I'm going to have a very hard time showing you what's in it for you in a two-door vehicle that costs $120,000 when you've told me your budget is $40,000 and you have six people to fit in this car, right? So what you want to do is always be focused on this what's in it for me sentiment, remembering that it's really what's in it for them. But if you go out in the world, go anywhere, start engaging with someone, the people that start talking about themselves and show little interest in you, you'll find that your mind almost automatically takes off, goes somewhere else, not really paying attention. But when someone comes up to you and gives you a compliment, already making it about you, you tend to engage more. And it's because we're wired like that. Same example of crossing the street. What's in it for us to look both ways before crossing the street is not getting rammed by a bus, not getting into a physically dangerous situation. And because that is so ingrained in human nature, even though society has evolved and there's not lions, tigers, and bears all over the place trying to attack us, we have that very instinctual set of principles in our mind that has us constantly thinking, what's in it for me to do this? I'm hungry. That's what's in it for me to eat. I'm tired. That's what's in it for me to sleep. And we do this in such a repetitive way. And we should be using this when we're engaging in our conversations. When you are trying to get someone to do something for you, you have to find an incentive there within for them to help you do that. Whether it's something you can give them in return or making them feel great about themselves for doing this favor for you. There's many different angles to go along when it comes to this line of thinking, but the most important thing to remember, the next time you're engaging in a conversation where you need someone to really help you do something, what's in it for them? Forget about you. Turn that agenda all the way down. Turn your listening all the way up. Look for those context clues. Have some emotional intelligence about it and find that thing that you can use to present what's in it for them. I hope you found this helpful. Until I talk to you next time, I hope you have happy, healthy conversations and I'll see you later.